Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. It's Lila Noor, the educator motivator, coming to you from, I used to say Los Angeles, California, but right now I'm in Bakersfield, California. You can find me on all social media platforms at Miss Lila Noor. That's at M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R. I know Chris likes to say, you know, I'm your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. Well, I'm your favorite motivator's favorite motivator, favorite vulnerability advocate. Like that's me. That's what I'm here for. Every time we come onto this lovely podcast, we like to talk about what we're grateful for, especially in times like these. It's been a lot going on. Like, I mean, and a lot is an understatement. If I had another word for a lot, I would say it. I can't think of it, but it's been a lot. So we definitely want to think about what we're grateful for in these times. And for myself, it's prioritizing myself. I have been making a lot of effort to prioritize me, to prioritize Lila, to really and truly think about how I'm no longer going to sacrifice myself for others or for anything else that's not going to benefit me. I know that sounds so selfish. It is. And I'm okay with it because Lila used to give way too much. And right now, Lila's giving just enough so that she can be the priority. Yo, shout out to Bakersville in the house now. That's new. Greetings, everybody. Coach Jay here, Jadrian Grimes, Atlanta, Georgia, Business Operations Manager, North Metro Academy of Performing Arts. Make sure you hit me up. Follow me on Twitter at my first name and last name at Jadrian Grimes. That's at J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. What I am grateful for today, drum roll, my two co-hosts, two individuals and Chris and Lila that I definitely look up to. They inspire and motivate me being the, I guess you'll say I'm the baby to education in the group, but I look to them. They are definitely change agents in this arena, consistently have their foot on the gas to make sure that everyone is getting what they need. So I am grateful for those two individuals and I discharge you to keep up the great work. Okay. Yeah. This is your boy, Dr. Christopher J. Childs, your favorite educator, favorite educator. We're back once again. You can find me on all social media platforms at DRK Childs. I'm on Facebook. I'm going to say social media, but it's actually the whole thing, right? So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, Snapchat, MySpace, Black Pant Planet. Meet people, meet all of them, every social media platform out there. Teachers. Oh, you join Clubhouse? Yes, I am on the Clubhouse. I don't know what that means, but I'm on there. Oh, okay. Right, this week, this episode, this episode, I am grateful for students. If it were not for students, where would we be? What would we be doing? I am appreciative to the students that are out there giving their best, and we're going to give them our best. This episode, Hot Topic, Boundaries. And I know we have a lot of sports fans. We're not talking about boundaries on the field. We're talking about how do educators set boundaries? The best advice another educator ever gave me was no is a complete sentence. No explanation necessary. It is time we discuss the concept of educators creating boundaries. But I'm going to be honest. Creating boundaries can be extremely hard, but they are necessary. 
What are you all's thoughts on creating boundaries? I mean, you pretty much said it. Like you said, the president right there is saying no. It's being able to, and I probably kind of alluded to it a little bit on, on my grateful piece, is prioritizing yourself and saying no. This is not going to be good for me. This isn't going to be good for my mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being or my health. And I should have the right, the full-on right to say no. If it's not in my job description, <laughs> if it's not a part of something that is going to allow me to survive or it's going to stop you from surviving, I'm about to say no. That's just period. And I've been saying no since my first year as a teacher. I've had no problems, no qualms with it. I'm the person that's going to speak up regardless. No. Full sentence. No, thank you. Ask someone else. No, I don't have enough time. No, I'm busy. I might not even really be busy, but I don't want to do it. And that's okay. Spot on, spot on, spot on. You better. Bro, you said it. No is a complete sentence. You know, I had to learn that. Even just matriculating to adulthood, like with not only professionally, but, but personally. Like I had to learn how to say no and be okay with it. Um, my goal has been, especially for a while now, is to wake up every day being my complete self. Like have 100% to give to the world every day. And if I never learned how to say no, I wouldn't be in that mind state right now. It's okay. You have to set boundaries. Yeah, you are a professional, right? But you got to set boundaries. You need time for yourself. You need time to recharge. Heck, to do whatever you want to do, right? Don't let anything consume you so much to where you lose track spiritually, emotionally, mentally, professionally. Like you have to put those boundaries in place because what I do know, if not, people will run slap over you, whether they're your coworkers, your colleagues, your admin, your friends, or whoever, they'll run over you if you let them. So you have to set those boundaries. It's important so that you can be your complete self next time out. I think a lot of us have to realize we're not growing up. You young folks remember the Energizer Bunny keeps going and going and going, beating the drum, but we have to realize as humans, we're not the energizer bunny. No matter how much energy we think we have, we have to realize energy is finite. With that being said, burnout is real. Burnout is real. One of the things I'll be honest, what I was taught early in my career, I know in the introduction I said no is a complete sentence, but I was actually taught early in my career. And this is in the beginning. Always say yes and figure it out. The great thing about me always saying yes as a youngster in the education field I have had up to this point in my career, I can retire with the amount and the quality and types of experiences I've had and the things I've gotten to do in a short period of time. On the other hand, there have been many a day, as the old folks say, many a day, I have been extremely exhausted and tired from constantly saying no, constantly agreeing. We have to find a balance. And that's what I found toward the latter part of my career is a balance between saying yes, a balance between saying no, and a balance sometimes just saying no, not forever, but no right now, and leaving that door open for other opportunities as they come. But again, early in my career, young, energetic, I can go all day, all night. I can say yes. Now I'm at a point in my life and place 
starting to slow down a little bit and be more strategic with what am I going to say yes to and what is that taking me from if I say yes to an obligation? Question, if y'all don't mind, to both of y'all, what was the deciding factor, though? Like, what made you switch the button? Because we know, like you said, to your point, it's grind, 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 man. We got to get it. Let's make it happen. We can go, we can go, we can go. At what point did you say, hey, it's okay to say no. It's okay to do what I want to do. It's okay to plan this how I want it to go. At what point was that? When did you make the decision? It's funny because back when I started teaching, you know, so we talk about my professional life and my personal life. In my personal life, I said yes to everything and everyone. So for professional, I was, okay, this is my cutoff. I got to say no to these folks over here. This isn't it. But as educators, we probably find that very difficult. To We were so invested and we're perfectionists and we're the Superman, Superwoman, and we want, need to be good at our jobs and to, to succeed and find some areas of success. So for me... Because I was saying yes, personally, I was able to say no professionally, but now I've actually kind of swapped that. And this is potentially a suggestion. And I've said this before that anytime I decide to better myself personally, it will spill over into my career. It will spill over into the things that I do professionally. So when I think about how can I make Lila better as a person, now it's about me saying no in my interpersonal relationships and personally. When I start setting those boundaries, they definitely end up spilling over into my career and they change who I am and how I'm thinking about myself and how I interact with people. And again, how I prioritize myself in many situations. And for me, it was about literally just reevaluating the meaning of life. I came to realize, which I knew earlier, but as you get older, you really start to think on it more is Are we really put here on this earth and in this universe at this moment in time to work until we die? And that really hit home when I think about it. Is it the purpose really to go to school when you're in your 20s, get a job, work until you're 60, and then on average, pass away in your 80s? So you go to school for about 20 years, work for 40 years nonstop, then die the next 20 to meet what is that really life and what is it all about? So for me, the change came reevaluating the meaning of life and then reevaluating what I like to call the journey. As you matriculate in your career, you realize, you know, we're always working to get to that next level. Then when you get to the next level, nothing against it, but you get there and one of two things happen. A, you want to get to the next level, even higher, or B, you get to that level and you're like, this is cool, but this is it. Like I worked this hard and this is it. I've, or you just feel like you have an arrival moment, which, which are not bad things within themselves, but you learn to realize it's not getting to where you need to get. The beauty is a journey to get there. And a lot of times I know for me, I've sacrificed the beauty to get there just to get to that destination. Now understanding if I enjoyed the ride a little bit more, because you think about when you go on a trip, typically the trip part is the best part. The destination is fun, but it's the trip going and coming is the best part. So starting to enjoy all of the moments and not just when I quote unquote arrive to that moment. I think just as a people, like, bro, you hit it spot on. We really need to get to the point where we enjoy. I call it the process. Like that journey of going through, like you say, the destination, we know if you're going on a trip, okay, we're going to the mountains this weekend. We know what the mountains look like. You may have an itinerary, you know what it is, 
But the joy in it, especially with you having two daughters, is they're consistently looking out the window if it's a road trip. Like they're looking at the things and they're enjoying the stops. We're going to stop to get snacks. And what are we going to talk about in the car? That's the same thing professionally and even personally. Like as you matriculate through life and professionally, like we really need to understand, hey, it's okay to enjoy the process. Like the process is going to be a grind. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. But man, the process is what sets the stage for your destination before you even get there. And it's so many folks, especially in education that I'm learning in my second year, that they aren't enjoying the process at all. It's not fun, really. It's exciting to me. You know, setting those boundaries and waking up every day refreshed, it gives me a different set of lenses to look from every day. And I'm ready to go, man. You hit a point spot on. We have to learn how to enjoy the process more, the journey to getting to wherever you want to get. And this whole thing about, I hit this point and I'll move on, to working, to getting a job. You know, I'm from South, rural South Georgia. So the commonality with a lot of conversations was, hey, you go to school, you get a good education, you get a good job. But that was just setting the platform to what you touched on earlier, Chris, is you worked 30, 40 years, and then what? Who is to say folks can't retire at 40, 45, 35, 30, and you still have an incredible life and you're still able to be impactful? I think that's one of the craziest things that I've heard that folks are, and it's so many people that are caught up in that 65. That's the number that they circle on the calendar, 65. And my question is always to folks when I talk and when I speak, is that when you're going to start living life at 65? I know for some of my people, you know, life expectancy is 74. So you're going to work to live nine years and really enjoy the fruits of your labor. I think it's about time that we evaluate that. Sorry for getting into all that. Thought about that. (laughs) No, I mean, like, and I totally agree that we have to enjoy the process, but When both of you were talking, it made me think about, I typically go to my mentors to ask when opportunities come my way or when someone asks me to do something, I typically go to them and I say, hey, what you think? Before I even have thoughts, I typically go to them. And I remember Chris telling me, and actually tells me this or asks me this every single time I come to him with a thought or idea or promotion or whatever, and he'll go, is it actually aligned to your bigger goal? So a part of me setting boundaries is thinking about what's the bigger picture for me? What is the destination? I do want to be able to enjoy the process or I want to be able to enjoy the journey. But if I know that the destination is X and I'm starting to take on other things that aren't necessarily getting me there, they're detours to places that I don't want to go. So places that have nothing to do with the things that are important to me and what my ultimate goal is and my ultimate destination then that's a no-brainer. It's a no. It's a no for me, dog, as Randy would say. And with that, let's give educators, uh, you know, I like to leave them with strategies that they can set their boundaries with because we want them to live life to their fullest. As Les Brown always says, live each day to the fullest because you never know when it's going to be a last. And I believe setting boundaries helps you do that. Here are four simple things educators can do. One, set a schedule. Not only set a schedule, actually follow the schedule you set. Number two, start fresh each day. A lot of times we bring the baggage of yesterday into today, which ultimately poisons tomorrow. Start each day fresh. 
Number three, advocate for others. Some like you said, set brownies. Why am I advocating for others? We have to constantly have empathy and put ourselves in other shoes and not arrive and forget others. That's way, in my opinion, we continue to make it better for the next generation. That to me, that is a way of setting boundaries. And the last, this is the best strategy or rationale for setting the boundary, in my opinion. Remember your why. When you remember your why, it helps you to think about the long term and not in the short term and what you're doing. Final thoughts from my inspiring educator co-host in regards to how do educators set boundaries? I think a great point. I loved all of those, but I want to park at two. That's definitely been instrumental to me and my success professionally, even my former career, especially now in education. The number two point, start fresh each day. We all know in education, man, every day can be different and it can look different, right? Regardless of what happened yesterday, there's a new day on the horizon, right? You have to move forward and it's so important. Midnight separates Monday to Tuesday and you need to leave everything that was negative, especially in the day prior to just have a fresh heart, fresh mind. And I think once we understand the influence we have and how it magnifies through the people that we're looking to impact on a daily basis, we'll take more heed and making sure we start our day as fresh as we can every day. And you already know I'm going to park at the last point, number four. Remember your why. Because you already know I'm all about the why and purpose and living a purpose-driven life. At the end of the day, regardless of how yesterday, last week, last month, the last 10, 11 months, battling whatever you've been battling personally and professionally, know why you started. What's your end game? You know what it is. If you don't find it, your why will always lead you to the success that you've been looking for. Set those boundaries because it's extremely important that you are your whole and best self every single day. I'm just going to say, remember that you're the most important piece of the equation here. Whatever you're trying, whatever your goal is that you have, or I want to be the best teacher. I want to make sure that I teach this amazing lesson. I want to make sure I'm the best father or mother for my kids or the best sister or daughter or whomever that you're trying to be in this world, you're the most important piece of that puzzle. And when you no longer have the capacity to fit in, it's incomplete. You need to be able to replenish yourself. You need to be able to be your best and whole self in order to give other people what they need. If it's in your spirit within who you are as a person to say, I want to make sure that I am giving to the world and I'm doing all these things for other people, you got to be your best self. And it's totally fine with saying, no, I don't want to be on the committee. No, I cannot watch the game after school. Like, no, I can't do any of those things. And that's perfectly fine. The challenge this episode, what will you say no to in the upcoming day, week, month, year? What will you say no to? That's the challenge. For you all that are listening to this episode, what will you say no to? Now I'm arriving to my favorite part of our episodes, and we're rebranding it in season three. It used to be called Inspirational Moment. Now it's going to be rebranded as 60 Seconds of Inspiration. And we're going to trade off each episode in 60 Seconds of Inspiration. I actually don't know if it's going to be exactly 60 seconds, but I'm going to kick it off and I'm going to try. 
throughout the episode and throughout all our previous episodes, we constantly focus on a three-letter word, W-H-Y. My question to you all, why do you do what you do? I refuse to believe, as I stated earlier in the episode, we were put here just to work and to die. You were put here on this earth for a divine reason. And that divine reason is what you need to constantly be reflecting on and meditating and thinking about why am I here? What was I put here to do in this moment in time? Understanding the universe needs what you were put here to do, to do what you do in order for different things to be fulfilled. Some of us were put here as a placeholder to carry the baton from one generation to the next. Some of us were put here to finish the work of a previous generation. Some are put here to start the work of generations who have yet to come. Regardless of what you were put here for, are you reflecting to find out what is it you were put here for and doing what you need to do to bring that to fruition? Think bigger than right now. Think bigger than the moment of what is happening and think and walk in purpose and what you're designed to do. I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. It's going to take you self-reflection. It's going to take meditation and some alone time with yourself just to gather your thoughts and to think about the bigger picture and not so simplistic. As always, this has been the Inspiring Educators Podcast. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners. Until the next episode, you know where we're going to be. O-U-T, we out. See you. Can't wait to see you next time.